Hi friends! This is BCGU, your self-proclaimed friend. But I really won't mind if you will disown me because, of course, you have all the right to do that. <laughs> Although I'm quite hoping that we have already built a certain level of friendship somehow. Especially if you have been listening to my episodes for quite some time now. Regardless, I would still consider you as my friend. Just forgive me later for claiming that I am your friend, even if I'm not. <laughs> Speaking of forgive. Why is it so hard to forgive? Wow. What a transition and a jump of emotion, Blanche. <laughs> From something which started very light to something which is heavy. Honestly, I just don't know how to segue that. Anyway, when you talk about forgiveness, the conversation will definitely be serious and deep, just like how serious and deep our wounds are when we are hurt by someone, either intentionally or unintentionally. So now, in this episode, let's talk about forgiveness. But first, let's change the background music. I think most of you would really agree that forgiveness is one of the hardest virtues and one of the hardest to gain. Some people would even say that forgiveness is such a beautiful word when you need it, but when it's your turn to give it, it becomes an ugly word. I just couldn't agree more with that statement because that's just so true in many levels. To be forgiven is one thing and to forgive is a totally different thing. When I claimed earlier that I am your friend, even if we are not really friends, I believe that's forgivable. But what if the wrong that had been done and the pain that it caused is so severe. Will you still forgive? Forgiveness is really difficult. By difficult, that is not an understatement. It's hard to forgive because maybe the other person is not even sorry or that you think he or she doesn't deserve it at all. Or probably it's because both of you are at fault, so it should be two-way, otherwise you won't forgive. It might also be difficult to others because they are so sick of forgiving the same person who have been doing the same thing over and over again. Or maybe that person is doing different things that would still hurt or disappoint you and you hate that it's also hard to forgive when you don't know what to forgive like you know that something wrong had been done to you but you don't know what it is or maybe you're willing to do it but you just don't know what forgiveness is and how to do it exactly because probably that's the first time that you were wrong by someone But whatever the situation is, definitely forgiveness is difficult. And when we forgive, we have different motivations for it. There must be a reason why we would forgive, right? It can be we think that the person deserves it probably because that's the first offense or that he or she has the capacity to change. Or sometimes we forgive out of convenience like for us that's the most practical and most convenient thing to do at least now we can already focus on 
some other things like in my case for example i would sometimes say sorry right away whether it's my fault or someone's because i don't want to be bothered by things that might affect my studies i know for sure that it will rob my peace and attention and i have no time for that especially that i need to attend to other things which is why i need to forgive right away I can neither say that that's a good nor bad thing, but I think there are better reasons why we should forgive. And that leads us to the third motivation, which is forgiving because it is the right thing to do. Let me just clarify that when we forgive, that's not necessarily tantamount to reconciliation. Forgiveness can be unilateral, You can forgive the other person without the other person asking for forgiveness or without him or her being remorseful. Simply put, it can be one-sided and, in most cases, unconditional. But reconciliation is bilateral. It's two-way. There must be reciprocity and an expectation of something from each other, perhaps. And, of course, it should be a good thing, right? So based from those definitions, just to simplify things, we can uh, draw the conclusion that it is possible to forgive and yet not reconcile. But it's not possible to reconcile without forgiving. Forgiveness, in fact, is a prerequisite to reconciliation. That is something which you can't bypass. Probably you can skip that part, but I don't think the reconciliation will be sustainable. You see, forgiveness is not as easy as ABC. It's it's even easier to burn bridges than to rebuild burnt bridges. Forgiveness is a choice. At the end of the day, you call the shots. But what if you have already resolved to forgive, but you just don't know how? How is it really to forgive when it is hard to forgive? First off, you have to be specific with what you are forgiving and you need to be objective about it. Identify what needs to be forgiven and verbalize it to yourself and even to the other person. For example, Your mother was hurt because your father had an affair with other woman. Of course, we will really be hurt of for our parents, right? Their pain is our pain. It is not that we are indifferent to someone's pain, especially those that we love, when we forgive the offender. But the point there is, we should forgive people for the wrong that they have done to us and not for the wrong that they have done to others. So going back to that example, assuming that I am the child, that I am the child of the mother, or I mean the the wife, I will forgive my father for breaking my heart because I look up to him and I thought he would be a faithful husband to my mother. 
being specific about it will also make the offender come up with ways to how to address or avoid what he or she has done. So at least the person now would know that he might have done one thing or one mistake, but he has caused different pains. And that's basically the reason why we have to be specific. Another thing that helps me forgive when I don't have enough strength to do it is I acknowledge that I am struggling with unforgiveness. There's so much power in admission, more so with confession. If you remain to be in denial about it, I think you would not be intentional in getting the necessary wisdom on how to forgive because you would you would think that you don't have to tell me to forgive because I can forgive anyway. But in reality, you just can't. So one practical application that you can do is to talk to someone and then confess that you are having a hard time to forgive. I know that for some people, they have this certain image of being kind and forgiving. But that shouldn't be your motivation why you should forgive. You don't forgive because you think that people always see you as a forgiving person. My friend, don't fool yourself. It is actually possible that you can be forgiving one day and then the other day, you just can't do it easily. Because it really depends upon the severity of the offense. Unforgiveness is really a monster, right? Which is why we have to bring it to light. Bring that to light. Go find a friend whom you can share about your struggle of unforgiveness. Or you can actually tell the person involved, the one you're in conflict with, that you are struggling to forgive him or her. Admission starts with, you know what? I can't easily forgive you. Because that somehow sets the expectation of the other person. And maybe even the person will help you to make it easier for you to forgive him or her. At least a little bit. If you can't do the other ways on how to forgive, at least just start from acknowledging that you can't do it now. Also, forgiveness becomes quite easier when we remind ourselves how much forgiveness would mean to us if it's if it's our turn for a mistake what if time will come that we will make mistakes you would definitely want to be forgiven wouldn't you of course we don't intentionally make a mistake but we inevitably make mistakes to err is human no one is perfect and we're all bound to make wrong actions what i'm trying to say is we can forgive now so that we can be forgiven in the future. Definitely, I'm not saying that, okay, at least I have a reason to do bad things in the future because I have forgiven him or her, and I am sure that I will be forgiven as well. No way, that's just stupid. Don't ever think that way, guys. What I mean is actually the golden rule and the old adage, do unto others what you want others do unto you. It's basically putting yourself into someone's shoes. Not that you would do the same thing, but you would do it, the forgiving, because you want to be treated the same way 
when the need arises. In short, be an example for others to imitate. In relation to that, the third thing that we can try doing is recounting or recalling the times when we were forgiven by the same person that needs our forgiveness now. I always believe that there are really people who deserve to be forgiven because they have been forgiving to us. I'm sorry for that noise, guys. I'm actually using my cellular phone to record this one. So you might be hearing some car honks or whatever. (laughs) But yeah, just kind of bear with me. Anyway, going back. We all have our bad days and definitely there were times that it was us who needed forgiveness from that person and he or she was forgiving enough to let off what what had been done while holding us accountable. You can do the same thing. You can forgive and at the same time make that person accountable. You extend the same grace that was given to you when it was your time to receive one. But you also remind them that the extent of your forgiveness does not mean that you will absolve them from being accountable. Yes, there should be allowance for mistakes, especially if the person deserves it. But there should also be change. Otherwise, it's also, it's just manipulation. Maybe that might not work for you, which is why we have other options. Like, reminding ourselves how irreplaceable the person is i think this is really one of the best way one of the best ways to forgive a person when it's so hard to forgive them like you remind yourself how irreplaceable the person is it's easier to forgive when we know what or who we are losing when we don't forgive and I think the best example for this is our parents. Parents are not perfect, but we can't replace them. Whatever happens, and no matter how deep the pain is, they are still our parents. And we can't swap them with others. That's not just limited to parents, of course, but that also includes our your children, or spouse if you have one, your sibling or your friend or your workmate. We can surely tell if this person is worth keeping, right? I mean, you you yourself can tell that. And honestly, forgiveness actually helps us to be a keeper. There are really people that we can't just dispose whenever we want to or whenever it is inconvenient for us. My friend, you forgive if you want to keep that person. Lastly, I will share to you one thing that I have learned from a TED Talk of Sarah Montana about forgiveness. And I really like about it. Like It was a very mind-blowing idea. And I wish I knew it earlier. Don't forgive soon when you are still in hemorrhage of pain. I wouldn't lie. 
I would really encourage you to forgive. That's actually the whole point of why I'm doing this. It's just that, of course, it's still up to you if you will forget, reconcile, or reconnect, or whatever. The choice for the next step is yours to make. But I would not encourage you to forgive right away if you are still in so much pain. Process is everything. I know that it's really a good virtue to forgive. But don't minimize your hurt. If you have to feel it, then do so. Exhaust that pain until there's nothing left. Go through it so that you can grow through it. And I believe eventually you can just forgive. If right now you don't feel forgiving, at least don't act on your anger. I really like what the Bible tells about this. In your anger, do not sin. My friend, forgive when you are ready enough. Anyway, time will come that forgiveness again will knock on your door. And by that time, you can already welcome it. But is it really possible for us to forgive even if we are in pain? Actually, yes. I like how Dr. Tony Evans explained forgiveness even in pain. Actually, Dr. Tony Evans is one of the my favorite authors. Like, I, I love reading his books. And uh, to him, it's just like a bell in a church tower. When you release the rope, I think you're familiar with the bell, right? Campana in Tagalog. <laughs> Yung nakakita niyo sa simbahan, right? And when you release the rope, the bell keeps ringing. But as the time progresses, the bell will reduce its ringing sound and will eventually stop. That's also the same when we forgive. Once we let go of our resentment, anger, frustration, or disappointment towards someone, and we have decided to forgive them, or forgive him or her, the pain will, guess what? Surely continue. Yes, the pain will still there. Will still be there. But over time, that pain will be reduced until such time that you will no longer feel it. In other words, forgiving doesn't quickly silence the pain. But it volumes down the pain until you hear it no more. My friend, no matter how long it takes before you forgive, I hope and pray that you will still forgive one day. I know that it takes so much strength to forgive. So right now, gain the needed strength that you give. Gain the needed strength that you need so that you can forgive later on. After all, we are all accountable to God. Just hate the sin, not the sinner. This is PCGU reminding that someone who is bold, called, and gold is you. Love you, friend, and I hope that you can forgive. Not now, but soon. Or not soon, but one day.
बाय